We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're here. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Corner Podcast. Kel Dansby here with the old man, Andreas Hale, and producer Cole, baby. There he is, baby. What's up, guys? Kel, where's the where's the million dollar man suit? Everyone's got a price. Yeah, it was was full heel, Kel. When I came in, I had the watch, I had the jewelry, I had the jacket. I have new sneakers on. I got the the nice, like looking jeans with the fresh <laughs> joy. I haven't even worn these jeans before recording. And then you know what, Cole? I was like, this is a pro wrestling show. I can't be a full heel on the pro wrestling show. But you're a heel anyway. Why wouldn't you just but do it? Yeah, I'm a tweener. The, I don't. I'm not a heel. No, I'm, I'm a, not tweener. a tweener. What? Some some people are fans of me. I got to create a catchphrase. All, all right, Cody Rhodes in AEW. You can <laughs> calm down there. I'm like calm LA Knight. down there. No, LA Knight doesn't wear DCs. Yeah, he could. Those are shoes of a champion. No, they're not. Kids, if you just learned about LA Knight, go Google that. (laughs) No, no, but you know what? You know what that jacket is? That jacket you got that you rolled in on? Shoes Shoes of a champion. champion. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. No, it is, you know, I had to just come normal. The three of us are on the show. It is a forbidden door weekend. Still some WWE we could touch on at the last little bit of the show. NXT, Seth Rollins going down. NXT having another special. I mean, we got to touch on the brilliance of the bloodline, too. Oh, the blood. Yeah, we talk about that every day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, we'll we'll touch on that. The story keeps getting better and better. We'll talk about a little bit about Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Some people really love it. Some people hate what they're doing with them. I like it. I mean, sort of. I mean, we got to talk about it though. People don't agree, um, so we'll we'll touch on WWE a little bit later. But of course, first and foremost, we got to dive right in. And AEW's building towards Forbidden Door Two, twenty twenty three, and the build for this has been their best build. I would argue to say in like two years since Danielson and Punk first signed, maybe. Like, we, we had the Kenny Omega storyline, which I thought was great and phenomenal when he was belt collecting everywhere. This is probably the best thing they've done since then. Every story kind of makes sense. It's a condensed timeline, so they only had three or four weeks to do it. Maybe that's, like, the key. 
maybe Tony Khan would be better booking WWE style or he had a pay-per-view every month because um, he seems really good at doing this in a short window. It's kind of when you give him two and a half months where shit gets a little crazy, people start getting lost, storylines don't get finished. He's been doing really well in this quick window with half of his talent, but also including New Japan talent and making them feel special. Yeah, I mean, last week's Dynamite was one of the best endings to a Dynamite that they've ever had. I mean, it might be the best. Like, that shit was insane with Kingston and Osprey, Like, Takeshita. Like, it was just, it was a fantastic ending. The Billings has been great to Forbidden Door. And I was just like, well, I'm in. And it feels like they're making up for last year. Because last year, everybody got hurt. Yep. They couldn't do half the shit they wanted to do. Everybody got hurt. And now you have, it's like, okay, well, you get Okada and you get Danielson. And that's like, all right, that's that's amazing. That's all I need. <laughs> it was like, oh, wait, no, no, no. You get Osprey and Omega 2. Well, shit, that's all I need. It's like You're sneaking in other matches. You got Will Nightingale and Jamie Hayter. You got Jungle Boy and Sonata. I talked to Jungle Boy today about, what, what am I missing? There's, there's an, oh, you have the, the five on five tag, which added Ishii with Eddie Kingston, the young and the elite yes. versus it's like, yo, that's such a random like pairing. And I love it. Yo, cause <laughs> you know, Ishii and, and Kingston are just going to go rogue. Yeah. It just, they might beat up everybody in that yep. match, but this forbidden door just feels really big. It feels so big. In fact, that we started it off with forbidden door when we really should be starting off about CM Punk. We should. I forgot about CM Punk. No, we're going Forbidden Door and then we'll circle around to see a punk. Because you know what? He has a random fucking match on Forbidden Door. I don't Punk's even care. on the card, so I think we'll talk about it there. I yeah. feel like he'll get... Yeah, he's he'll on get, the card. Damn, kind of on the card. If I need wrestling Kojima, we'll, we'll talk about it. Yes, but then we have MJF Tanahashi, which you didn't mention. I didn't even mention that. Yes, MJF and Tanahashi. and It's the ace. Go ace. Yeah, and I think Swerve's wrestling Tanahashi uh, on, he, on Collision. Yes. Which, uh, it's odd to me, Swerve doesn't have a spot on this. But there's a lot of people I feel like should have kind of been on I this. Mean, they're but do- they're deep. Yeah, they're doing um, the Gun Club and Bullet Club Gold against, uh, who the fuck is it? Starks, Punk, and FTR yeah. on Collision. Yes. Which so is... Punk show. Yeah, but it feels like that could have been on Forbidden Door. Yeah. Right? Cause Would have made more sense for Punk. Yeah, like the Gun Club is now clearly part of the Bullet Club, which is perfect for them. They're perfect in this role. But Starks is getting the punk rub, yep, which is good for him. They, they like kinda, they, they got to do right with it. But I feel like fine. punk is. I, I think yeah, I think, on Collision, Punk will make sure he's fine. Yeah, I think I think the people on Collision may be happier than they were on Dynamite. That's fair. Like you agree with that, Cole? Yeah, I think it. Yeah, it, it. It's just it's more time. Right. It's it's more time, and they're gonna have. You know, like they're marketing it as the punk show, which is essentially going to come with, you know, some kind of premier label to it. So you're going to get the eyes that people are coming to see punk for, for the guys that either haven't gotten television time uh, because of uh, one, one conflict or another that's <laughs> happened backstage, or uh, they just haven't found a spot for him. The, the Miro's of the world, the Andrade's we've already seen it already. I mean, after uh, the first Andrade slapped somebody though. We're, we're, we're seeing all these guys co- come out of the woodwork. And I think also something that's interesting, too, is I think even with like the House of Black uh, having some matches over there, like we get to see some trios that would be just kind of stuck in trios having singles matches as well. So I think that's also really exciting. So I think everyone gets it's just a different 
avenue to 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 kind of explore these matchups and talents. So we're going to see some tag teams we probably never seen. We're going to see singles competition from guys that we probably would normally see just kind of stuck in their tag roles if that's the story that they're telling. So I think Collision just opens up a lot more a lot more avenues for them. Yeah, I feel like it could be used well. I, I still don't like the time slot. People do shit on Saturdays, but in this day and age, like we'll find a way to watch it. Yeah, it might not reflect in the viewership numbers, or it may not do you know eight hundred thousand views that night. But as wrestling fans, we'll watch it Sunday. We'll watch it, you know, later that night. We'll watch clips. We'll find a way to watch all this good ass wrestling. Yeah, I mean, people complained about Friday nights for SmackDown. They complained about Thursday nights for SmackDown. Yeah, they. And, and, this, and SmackDown's doing great on Friday. Yeah, and Collision popped at 800,000 rating, right? Like, and people are like, nobody's coming to see Punk. Yes, they are. Like, wrestling Twitter is the worst. It's just yeah. awful. I, and I think they settled around 550, and that's not a, that's not no, a loss. It's fine. It's another show on Saturday. It's like, kind of has another property to utilize the talent, keep talent happy. It's like, you're getting this big budget to have another show, and people are like, why would you put it on? It's because I need to put talent on this show. Yeah. Right? And... Yeah, Saturday is always going to be a tough slot because you're going to have to deal with, but you don't have to deal with the, the NFL. No, you got to deal with college football in a quick second. You're going to have to deal with college football, and that's going to be that's tough. That's tough. That's going to be tough. But there's always going to be something that you got to deal with. So I, I don't care. Like Collision was, it was a perfectly fine show. Um, you know, people were expecting the big swerve and the six man tag, or no. they were expecting a lot of shit. Uh, Luchasaurus won the TNT title. Can was, we talk about? the misuse of the TNT title and really the misuse of Hobbs and Wardlow. It's a, yeah, this, this, how do you leave this after the past six months and neither of them are better off? No, it, it's, it's, this has been, the TNT title has been, um, devalued. Yeah. It's it, like how the IC title was in like the late 2000, early 2010s. Like nobody yeah. gave a fuck about it anymore. The TNT title is like already there. Is, is been moved around too much. Luchasaurus having is like, what? Why? The Cody Rhodes curse. Like yeah. as soon as Cody left and he left it to Sammy Guevara, it's been downhill. It just hasn't, it hasn't been fun. No. It's a title that nobody gives a shit about. You can argue that the TBS title is almost the same way. Granted, we like Statlander yeah. and hopefully she has a nice little run with the title, but they tried to make these titles feel like they were on the same level as the other top titles, men and women's. They're not. The TNT titles. Not a top title. And you couldn't have told me like a fucking dinosaur would have that title. No. I mean, you look at a guy like Miro who did wonders with that. Yeah. Brody, for the little time he came, did wonders with that title. Cody, his two runs as champion were both pretty good. I mean, the matches with him and Sammy were very good. Yes. That they put on. And then somehow they just hit a block. And there's so much talent that should have that title. You look at it now, Orange Cassie has a title. That really was just kind of created for no damn reason. And he's brought more prestige to that title in the past six months than a title you've had since, what, two and a half years ago? Three years ago? I would go out and say that the All-Atlantic title or Intercon- International, whatever the yeah, fuck I it's do. called, the, the, the Orange Cassidy belt that goes in the backpack yes. is <laughs> has a, almost the same kind of prestige as Seth Rollins with the World Heavyweight title right now because he defends that shit like every yes. week. And it's the true work. Men's title. Right. It's what the IC title traditionally always was. Yeah. And this feels like that. Like, it feels like he, def- it, but it's more important than TNT title. Like, yeah. when somebody beats Orange Cassidy before, we're going to go, oh, they made that person. You're going to be a heel. If you beat Luchasaurus, everybody's going to be like, so? 
<laughs> so what you beat a dinosaur. And there's a and there's a consistency with the international title where literally like I want to say for two months what we've had is every single dynamite start off the night and it's Orange Cassidy defending the belt against someone. Nearly every single dynamite is starting that way. So there's a consistency there and then there's a promo mid show promoting next week's you know uh matchup that he's got so there's just there's just always a consistency that's been there where the tnt title hasn't had that consistency whatsoever um you talk about the repeated title changes i feel like the closest we got to seeing the tnt belt kind of get get a little bit back was darby allen getting it there for a little bit and he started defending it on a weekly basis and then his uh his view with joe with that was really good and joe held it for a while and then uh, there's just like they gave it to Hobbs and the consistency fell off again. All of a sudden he's defending it against, you know, he's doing the same thing that Hobbs was doing before Hobbs got the title. It was like, here's Hobbs against local athlete. And it's like, yeah, well, what are you doing now? Like, we're not we're not treating the title with the like, the, you're not telling me that this title means anything. So I think consistency has a lot to do with it. And maybe maybe collision is a, a way to get some juice back into that belt. Maybe. You know, you have this, you have the international title be the dynamite one. And then, uh, I mean, it is the TNT title. So put on a TNT show and have it, have it act in the same role. Okay. The TNT title first match on the card every night. You know, it, it's a formula that's worked with Orange Cassidy. And granted, Orange Cassidy's character has really elevated that as well. Uh, and the performer always, as always, all belts come with that, but could be something that's, that, that is a way to kind of add some juice to it. They need to do something. Because again, as good as this build has been for Forbidden Door, it's going to end. Yeah. Like these stories are finite. They're, they're ending this weekend. And you have to then shift everyone out of this. You have to figure out how are you going to build Collision and Dynamite together? Because if there's like somewhat of a brand split, like unofficial brand split. Yeah. But people have to feud between them somehow or you're going to have, you don't have enough pay-per-views to do like brand specific pay-per-views and you can't just be like, Oh, you're on collision. You're only going to feud with collision. Okay. But so I can't challenge for that belt because I'm on dynamite. Like it it makes no sense. So you got to figure out a lot of stuff going into your next two pay-per-views because you're hitting a hard reset after. Well, yeah, you got all out and all in both coming up. Yeah. They they have a lot, they have a lot going on, but I I feel like the additional show is fine. I'm, Real concern is like, well, what the fuck is Rampage now? No, Rampage is AW Dark on television. Like, why am I watching this? It's it's taped, right? Like, it's it's been inconsequential for years. It's when <laughs> two hundred five live somehow ended up on like TV, and then like they tanked two hundred five live, and you were just like, what am I watching? Yeah, why am like, I watching? It's not the same anymore. Like, what are you doing? It was real to me. It was really but it's you. not it's not the same anymore. Like, why is this on television? Like, yeah. dear God, please take this off. Let it die a an honorable death. <laughs> like that's that's where we have to see. Cause this is really just AEW Dark with a contract still. It it doesn't make any sense. I I I I'll watch it on I watch it like Saturdays, right? Like I don't usually watch it unless I have to like bust it open in the morning or something like that. Yeah, I got I, five TVs, it'll be on one of them Saturday morning. When college and football still have- starts, I'll have it on. And they're still going to have like Battle of the Belts specials and stuff like that on those Friday nights. So uh, I don't know. It just kind of seems like it might be just ending. It might end up just being a show where it's the let's throw some random shit at the wall and see if it sticks. That's it. And then take it over to Collision or Dynamite. That's kind of the way I see it. Kind of their NXT, right? Like it should be their NXT. I mean, yeah. Where you have 
legit people who need time, need secondary feuds, like need their own feuds. You guys just feud there and build yourself. And then we'll see if you make Dynamite. I got a hot take. It's not even hot. Why don't they just turn Rampage to a Ring of Honor show? They should, but they have a Ring of Honor no, show. No, no, nobody watches that shit. No, no one does. Like, nobody has, no, nobody has it. Nobody watches it. Like, I just, I'm, I'm not paying extra to watch Ring of Honor. But Ring of Honor for an hour on Friday nights on Rampage. You can call it ROH Rampage. Yeah, you can call it ROH Rampage. Shout out to alliteration. And then now you, you still have your Claudios and you, you, like, you can... You could tell them, like, oh, if you want to watch other stuff, like, you can get that, too. But here you go. You get an hour. Got Joe. Yeah. You got an hour of Ring of Honor. Yep. And then you can cross-pollinate. Maybe somebody from Collision challenges Joe for the title or some shit like that. Like, you have that hour. Do something with it. Don't, don't make it stupid. Uh, before we talk about Forbidden Door, I wasn't sure about this feud, but now I'm in. MJF and Adam Cole, their match last week was great. Yeah. Uh, it, it was so good that I forgot about the time limit draw when it happened and then I had to rewind it and you can hear them announcing the countdown at the time and I was just sitting on the match and I forgot. Now they're a tag team and this isn't the can they coexist angle. It you know the can they, they can't. Coexist. No, it's not. You know they can't. There's no question that these two can't coexist. And we know they're going to blow up. Like we know what this is. I think between them, I wasn't sure. Cole coming out of the Jericho feud because it was awful. Yes. But Cole is so good that the way he's handled MJF, it makes MJF taken down a notch. And, it, and Cole as a babyface actually works in this feud. I didn't like it at first. But after they got announced at the time, they're both calling Tony Schiavone like a shithead. And, and I'm like, I like this. I actually like this. I'm curious where it goes. And you immediately have a program to build upon directly after Forbidden Door. People forget, like, because the joke is, can they coexist, WWE? Because WWE runs this shit like every three Dude, months, right? Now. Like, but it works when done well and not done at nauseum. It's just never, it's, it's usually done, the, the way that it's done that they fuck it up every time is they two, put two baby faces together that are yeah. chasing the same no, title. That's fucking stupid. And it's like, ah, but when you have a face and a heel dynamic of two guys who just clearly don't like each other and one guy wants the other guy's t- title and you do this random like tag Stone team Stone Cold thing. has done it well before. Yeah. Like, there's been like really good examples of this being done very well. It's just not a, it's not a, we're less, it, it usually what happens is like we respect each other and then you accidentally super kick me and now we have a feud yeah. like this isn't that no. this is I hate you I hate you too and it's like well I don't want to be the douchebag that loses and I don't want to be the douchebag yeah. that loses and that's how they'll get there through this whatever this tournament is they could lose early they could run the table like we don't know what's going to happen but I'm interested yep. Cole what do you, you think could, about you that? could coexist co- uh, and, uh, and end up on a fishing boat together like uh, Braun and Apollo did in NXT oh my which God. they just had a, they had that three minute we're fishing because we're buddies but like we're going to talk shit on this fishing trip this is one of the strangest coexisting angles it was I've horrific yo I didn't even and uh, I was like right at the tail end of uh, Braun's like title reign where it was just like okay Braun's out Braun's out of people you know Braun one of the best ones <laughs> one of the best ones is Cesaro now Claudio and when he they formed the bar oh with Seamus that with was Sheamus. perfect they, they beat the, the shit out of each seven, other for a week yes. and then they still best didn't like each other and then they were forced into a tag team and then Seamus was just like fuck I hate you but like all right, fuck, we might as well drink. God, just, all right. That was and great. Just drink, and then it turned into a real tag team. It was like, yes, they can't coexist. And it turned into a great tag team for like two and a half years. You brought up NXT, and it just made me think of this really quick. That segment on NXT with Von Wagner was the strangest thing. Why is he back? 
why, why is he getting a rubbing tug? I didn't understand what we were doing with Vaughn because he's been presented as a heel, but then you present him as a sympathetic, like he grew up tough. Can you repackage him as a heel? This is the Lacey Evans shit. Yeah, it's very weird. He's too like, big to be sympathetic. Right. Like what you said, he's like, the kids made fun of me because, you know, my, my, my skull wasn't growing and my brain. Like, and I feel really bad for him. And I'm watching this and I'm like, why is he doing this? Like sitting in an empty stadium telling his manager this. And all I'm like, he's just going to fuck him up at some point. And then I'm like, well, then I won't be sympathetic. It was so, it was such a no, weird then thing. They did the comedy angle where like he goes to the therapist and then the therapist isn't a therapist and she's trying to give him a rub and tug. Like I don't understand like, what's going on with this. This is like this is the this is like some Shawn Michaels like DX shit. Oh yeah, yeah, but like no one did that with Diesel, Shawn. Like that. Hey, hey, hey Shawn knows like, how to book Shawn. Shawn goes, hey, we did this with me. Yeah. I hey, why would we try cheeks. this? Like yeah, I, don't, yeah. I had to bring that up because like I, I watched it and I sat there and I was like, the fuck. Of all what the good this? stuff they're doing on NXT, that is not good. Yeah, like I just, I just hmm. miss Miss Vaughn telling Dijak to take his sunglasses off because he's inside. That's all I miss. You know, <laughs> it's just, it's just, Dana Brooke getting booed out of the building was unfortunate. She's trash. No. I keep trying to tell you this. Dana She's getting Brooke, internet bullied. You can't dog, say that. Dana Brooke is <laughs> trash. No, we got to say nice things about Dana. I will right not. And that doesn't make me a bully. Oh, She's just man. trash. She's not good. There's Put her nothing on a fake wrong. injury angle. Put her on a stretcher. And they booed her yes, out of the building. Because they knew it was fake. <laughs> you have no sympathy for it. Like she, she doesn't have a likable face. She doesn't have, like, a, her style's not great. Like, she's... They, she's not a good wrestler. Oh my God. She's bad. Oh my God. Why are you burying Dana so Because she's not good. I didn't know good. Dana was getting put on blast today. Yo, she, yo, you brought her up and here we go. You have so many good women on this roster that aren't getting work. Right? Yes. They, they, there, are, there are women that... Shotzi. You have women like Zia Lee. Like, you have women that can work. Zia Lee should have Dana Brooke is... They brought her to NXT to do what? She's already getting... Cora Jade already wrestles circles around her. Yeah. Dana Brooke is not... Good. And they keep trying to cast her as a baby face. And when I say she doesn't have a likable face, I mean it because she looks like a heel. Why are we presenting to her as like a baby face? She'd be a phenomenal heel. She's just, but she's an awful wrestler. She's awful. Jay, she's been in a PC for like eight years. And if you can't get better after, like, yo, if you're a third string quarterback, sooner or later the team is like, yo, why are we paying you? (laughs) You can only hold the clipboard for so long. Actually, she gets action. Yeah, and I've never seen a Dana Brooke match that was like that was pretty good. Probably I've never Natalia seen it. Had a feud on Hulu. I I've guess. never seen a Dana Brooke match that didn't offend me. <laughs> oh, my oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> oh man, offended you as a consumer. He, he, came, he came with fighting words today. Oh he ready. my god, you no good, bro. You stay off of Twitter. Uh, She's getting internet oh. bullied. We are supporting Dana, I guess, right now. I am not. Running a sympathetic injury angle and seeing Fresh. that person get booed, I've never and seen that shit get booed is tough. They were That's putting tough. her on the stretcher, like lifting her out of the ring onto the stretcher, and people are booing the but shit out of her. She's trash. Everybody knows she's trash. <laughs> Let me collect a check. She is. She ain't got to be on my TV to collect that What's check. What's wild is, like the only wild part, and there's no like overly disrespect to her, but it's just ridiculous, is that she's been there eight years. You know the people that were cut through the pandemic through every the talent cut from that company just like yo go somewhere even the people who came back gargano you cut a lot of fucking people you cut people that are very talented dana can stay <laughs> she's still here she's like one of those ones that vince was Aaliyah like he stayed too she, at least she's not on my tv she in catering right put dana in catering 
She, yo, bringing her to NXT, I was just like, yo, if you're taking her there to make help her get better with all this green talent, no, you're there to help the green talent get better. But they're not getting better working with her because she sucks. She's not good, man. She's not. He she, feels this. In his she core. could be. She could be a great person, maybe. I don't I'm know sure, her, maybe. But I'm saying in terms of like you Seems look at nice. You look at the roster. You look at the women that are there. Then you look at her. And you look at how long she's been there. And you look like she had the 24-7 title and it sucked when she had it. Like, no return anyway. on investment. She's never been in anything that's, that, again, didn't offend me. It all offends me. I think she was the last true champion. She was. And then Nikki uh, won Nikki it and threw it in the trash. In trash. <laughs> now, me, when she threw it in the trash, personally, I was like, throw Dane in there too. Let's complete, complete the circle. Oh, my God. The 24-7 with it still around her the waist. Turn Ariel. her upside down and just poof. And it missed the trash can, by the way. Right. She didn't even hit the trash can. She ain't no good. I don't even know why they wasted time on her, man. In NXT, again, I, I say somebody like yeah. Cora J because Cora J is like 20. Listen, if she gets let go for any reason, I hope she doesn't. I hope she collects a check. She's collecting but enough checks. She's okay. If she gets let go for any reason, I hope she goes to Japan, goes to stardom, and like becomes like they don't an want her. level wrestler. They <laughs> just do not to prove want you her. Wrong. No. Just to spite you. I no. hope she just have it bangers in stardom. No, it'll never happen. She Everything's stiff. And I mean, not stiff as like she lays, like she just is nothing is fluid about her, her motion. Like she's just not good. And you say, you know, you don't want to lose her job. I don't want anybody to lose her job. But plenty of people lost her job. She's made, she's, she's stolen enough of WWE's money at this point. Can't steal something to give you. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. 
No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Uh, let's go through the Forbidden Door, which is what we were supposed to open the show with. Fucking dude. Um, going down the card, women. Women's Owen Hart Cup tournament first round <laughs> match. Why are we having first round matches on? Is this going to be on the pre-show? Who knows? Athena versus Billy Starks. That's on the buy-in. Buy-in. Cool. Should be a good match. Yeah. I mean, Billy Starks should win. Athena's a champion. No, Athena's going to win. Come on. How's an ROH champion going to lose an opening round in the tournament? She's going to lose sometime during this damn tournament. Not that Make match. Baby face. Not that match. No. Is going to win. She needs something. And it, apparently, while we're recording, they're saying that she, her and Kiara Hogan worked a 20 minute match on the ROH. I'd like to see it. Because it can't be bad. Athena's really good. Having her on Ring of Honor, this is why it needs to be on Rampage. Somebody needs to fucking see her. Yes. Listen, we went to the Ring of Honor taping, and I was just glued to this angle that I had no clue what was going on. Yeah. They brought out, oh, Evil Uno. Yeah. And Stu Grayson came back. And they're kind of going against each other. And I was like, how do I not know this? The crowd was into it. I'm into it. It took me three minutes. I was like, I've never seen that Stu Grayson was back. Phenomenal storytelling. I've never seen it. I mean, I haven't damn. seen it since. At least put ROH on Max, right? Because they just started putting go. the reality show on Max. Oh, like, did they? Yeah, they put the whole thing on. It's on Max. So I'm, oh, like, I'm not well, watching this. No, I'm not watching it either. But the point <laughs> is, is that this Ring of Honor is right there. And yep. it's like, it needs something. I don't want to, I don't want to pay the Honor Club. Like I play New Japan World and then because I, I always forget to, to unsubscribe. Oh, yeah, and it's I, all in Japanese. I don't know how to unsubscribe. They're yeah, going to get like, my $9. Uh, dollars yeah, you take my $9, whatever. But I know I'm going to get a, a fucking slapper at least once every month. Yeah. And the G1 comes up. That's all my money right there. Take Easy. all my goddamn money. Yeah. But I'm not paying for Honor Club. I'm not. Just put it on Max. I'm already paying for Max. Too many goddamn streaming services. Anyway, Dana Brooks sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Cole's going with Athena as well, I'm guessing. Um, yeah. Well, I know who we're not going for is Dana Brooke. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, we're, we've, we have moved on. Oh, we've moved moved on. Dana. You guys have. I have uh, not. Wait until Tony He's signs not. her. If she, she has to open market, Tony signs her. I will throw tomatoes at Tony Khan if you sign Oh, my God. Dana and QT Marshall is going to be her. <laughs> it's going to be her. Advocate. That would actually be good because it'd be ironic. She'd be on QT TV. Uh, uh, Tony Storm versus Willow Nightingale. This one is this. complicated. Willow can't lose fair. She can't. No, she can't lose fair. Like, you she's made, epitome of baby face. You she made this lose. weird mistake by showing Mercedes on AEW television, mentioning her by name. Now, we all know that Willow has beaten her, and if you didn't, now you know. There's no way she can lose clean to, to not Jamie, to Tony Storm. Yes. There's just no way. But Tony Storm can't lose to Willow because what is Tony Storm's feud right now? Waiting, <laughs> just just spray painting people. She's I'm, just, it's I'm, a placeholder. Really, it should be the return of Thunder Rosa, but is Thunder Rosa coming back as a baby? Face? We don't, we don't know. I mean, we gotta wait. And, we don't know how long Hater's on the shelf either. Yeah, I. This is real. Like one, I think this could be a really good match. Where's Britt Baker? This is the first time I say because they forced Britt Baker on us for like two years. Thankfully, she was very good, but now it's just like I don't like her as a baby face. Um, Neither do I, but Jamie Hayter just gets hurt, and you're like, yo, I'm not going to avenge my, my chick. Like, we, we, I mean, we ride or die. Yeah, I know, I know. So, because of those reasons that you just outlined, I'm going to pick Willow 
in some kind of strange DQ upset. Okay. Because I feel like in this tournament, Willow looks like the type of woman that can win this. Like, I don't know if Willow and Athena are in the same bracket, but that feels like a really good. This has it listed for the championship. Isn't it part of the tournament though? I don't think so. It's not. It's just a straight no, no, match. I don't straight, think so. straight, straight yeah. title match. I swore this is part of the Owen no. Hart tournament. Wow. Um, no, just a title match. Like Willow's going for the belt. And she has to lose. Tony can't win. I mean, Tony has, has to, win. to win. Yeah. Like you have to cheat her. Yeah. But it's one of those things where it should build. I don't want to see her get pinned. Like my sympathy whole sympathy for. Yeah. My whole mindset right now is like the stronger you make Willow, because we, like we used to say that Willow could be Jade. Like, she is the most unique talent on this roster in terms of personality. Like you want to like her. Yeah. Having her lose in any way diminishes just spray painted in her eyes or something. Got to be real. Death it's got, but it's got to be real grotesque because she's and hot. All right three now. of them got to beat the shit out. Uh, and then keep her away a little. Yeah, I keep guess her away right. from the title. It's it's very rushed. Yeah, because because yeah. Got, all right, fine, whatever. I've don't got good me. news for you, Andreas. Got great news for you. Pretty much every single matchup that involves any of the outcasts ends up ending in complete shenanigans. So <laughs> yeah. it's like always the spray paint, always the spray paint comes out. I definitely, I like your idea of a DQ win. So that way she like gets a W, but like she doesn't get the title kind of thing. Yeah. And, and it kind of like softens the blow a little bit. Uh, Willow is in the Owen Hart cup, but she's going against Nyla Rose in her first matchup. So uh, she is in the, in the, in the cup, but not, not for uh, this match. So, yeah, okay. um, yeah, this is all. Yeah, this is definitely one where they just kind of sprung it, and they were like, "Hey, uh, this match is happening. All right, what do we got?" Um, but yeah, uh, it is. It is just too bad that uh, again, Mercedes got hurt. I, I think again, we would be talking about Mercedes in the spot potentially uh, for Forbidden Door Two. Uh, I guess we'll have to wait for Forbidden Door Three. Um, <laughs> if Mercedes but, is still uh, like with New Japan point. at that. Point. Also a good point. Tough. Um, she could be an AEW yeah. full-time by then. Who knows? We don't know. Shena- shenanigans will probably be abound here, and someone's getting a DQ. All right. Yeah, I, I agree on that one. Then we have Orange Cassidy versus Zack Sabre Jr. versus Shibata versus Daniel Garcia. I just want to see Daniel Garcia dance. Yo, the, the, That's, the, just keep dancing. The dance is <laughs> like... That dance is great. It oh, is great because like, he did it to Orange Cassidy, and Orange Cassidy tried to do it back, and yeah. just was lazy with it. One, this match is... Like, on paper, this is great. Oh, Four ways are very difficult to do, right? Sometimes it's just really hard because you get tired of the whole, let me throw you out the ring. And then throw, and, but this was Zack Sabre Jr. kind of being like the glue to keep everybody tied together. And then Shibata running around just fucking people up. <laughs> Cassidy should escape with the win pinning Daniel Garcia. Yeah. That's what I think will happen. Because you can continue that. Yeah, you can. That still has airtime on TV. Um, but... This this has a potential to be one of the best matches of the night. I agree. It's the sneaky like match of the night caliber. It won't be. It wouldn't because we know other people are on this card. But it's, yeah. it's one of those sneaky ones where you're just like, yeah, like you got to place this very well because it could really fuck up like two or three matches you think are going to be good. Yeah, and like just have a real big lull. You got to follow this and really build off like, of this. I really want Daniel Garcia to show his ass in this match. Like I want him to show out. We've seen Orange Cassidy do it. We know Shibata could do it. Yeah. We've seen Zack Sabre Jr. do it. We know Daniel Garcia is really good, and he needs to break away from the Jericho Appreciation Society anyway. I need him to show his ass, even if he eats the pin. Yeah. I just want to have a fantastic match. But yeah, Orange Cassidy retains. I'm with you on that. Cole, who you got? Yeah, I think 
I'm going to pick Daniel Garcia to win this. I like Ooh. it. Really out of the out of the idea that as far as a lot of the belts that are on the line in this pay-per-view, I don't really see a lot of them changing. This is the one that's the most likely to change out of all of them, in my opinion. So, um, yeah, I could see um, a, a case where like, uh, like Orange Cassidy is going to win and Shibata, you know, messes him up because obviously like Orange Cassidy messed up Shibata on Dynamite. So uh, I could see Daniel Garcia winning this and, and, and maybe we get another summer of, of Daniel Garcia getting a push again. And let's, let's try this again. Cause we were very close and then we went to Jericho jail. So I think this is, this could be a great time to heat Daniel Garcia back up. The dancing's great. The technical sports entertainer still, still works with the dance. So, I don't know, give him the belt and then maybe have him go for the pure title too and try to get two belts. Um, I could definitely see something uh, something like that going on. So, I'll pick Daniel Garcia. I would like to see it. I, I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind Daniel Garcia winning that title and defending it in New Japan. Because you can take that title anywhere. That's the point of it, right? Yeah, like, like you can literally, like, that's why it's not outside the realm of possibility that Zack Sabre Jr. could win it. Yeah. And then you have to go chase him in also Japan. True. Or you fight no, him into you, Japan strong, right? Like no, you just get it back when you go to London. Oh uh, yeah, that too. That too. Like, you can do that you too. You take it for a quick tour of Japan and then we'll have Zach Saber Jr. versus somebody in London and that's a perfect match yeah. and you get your belt back. I like Cole's pick a lot. I'm gonna stick with Orange Cassie, but I like that pick. No, I do too. I I mean Garcia's just so good. He is. It, it's time to like see him do something. Uh CM Punk, Kojima. I guess this is what I mean look the cat is out the bag. We Chick knew Magnet Punk is back. Yeah, we knew. Uh, uh, at least, Tony didn't even admit it on the call. He was like, "No, I like Kojima." Stop, Tony. You wanted the Kenta match. I don't know yeah. what happened. Like it should have been Punk versus Kenta. I don't know how we got to Kojima of all people. Not not that Kojima is a bad talent. Just like, really, if they would have known Kenta wasn't there, Shibata probably would have been in this. And you have like the other one could have been Triple Threat and Punk. Shibata is a way nah, better you gotta protect Shibata because he's the ROH pure champion though in a one-on-one match you'd have to find I mean there's so many other people in Ring of Honor Naito's there I mean not Ring of Honor New Japan yeah there's Naito but you don't want him uh, you don't want to see fucking evil or <laughs> fuck that's another one Ugh. Uh, yeah I'm not an evil guy I mean I, Gato would have been or not Gato uh, you want Gato Goto okay. Roki Goto and yeah. CM Punk would have been fine but yeah, okay, whatever, Kojima, sure. Or, you know, you could have did Tai Chi. Cut off? Ah, whatever. But we, but know, I mean, I, I, we know Punk is winning, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I would have did Ishii if I had to. Like, just give me some, like, an OG versus Punk. Yeah. Like, it just feels, like, kind of a little weird. But, all right. And Punk then... Wait, Cole didn't make his pick. Oh, Cole. Yeah. Uh, with my pick for this match, I will be selecting CM Punk. <sighs> Now, before we go to the next match, I am shocked. How would what did y'all think of Punk's promo on Collision? Since we were on the subject of CM Punk, <sighs> I it was a CM Punk promo. Uh, like I, I uh, nothing nothing was shocking about it. Uh, I I think it was a really good promo. I mean, it, the counterfeit buck line was clever. I enjoyed that. Um, but I don't know. It's gonna be like. If I knew down the road that the possibility of punk working members of the elite was possible, 
which at this moment, it does not sound like it's possible, there would be a little bit more credence to his promo. But otherwise, he's just going to fire shots at people that we're never going to see any return fire from. So again, that's not picking a side, whether that's CM Punk f- f- Punk's fault or the Elite's fault. That, this is just a case of it is Rhodes going nowhere. So, you know, Punk's back. Seems like he's excited to be back and doing stuff. That's good for AEW. That's good for wrestling. It's it's great for their numbers. Um, but there's just there's a cap on there until things get resolved. There's a cap on what Punk can do in AEW, and there are matchups that people are going to want to see that they were very excited about going down the road that right now don't seem possible. Um, so hard to look really too much into it, other than you know Punk's back wasn't. You know, I've I've seen Punk drop the pipe bomb. It didn't feel like the pipe bomb. Um, you know, just him kind of announcing he's back and it's good to see him in the ring and and working again. So I don't know. Can't can't view too much into it unless things get cleared up. Yeah, I'm I'm on the same wavelength as Cole. Like it didn't do much for me. It, it's honestly, I could have went without it entirely, and I would have popped even harder for him and Joe being in the ring at the end. Like you just give me him and Joe, like that face off. That was the highlight of punk on collision for me. Like that's mm-hmm. a matchup. We're like, yo, that's cool. Yeah. That's something they can do there. There's so much history there coming out and addressing what like, you didn't have to address anything. The fan base, is a bunch of smarts. We know why you left. We want, we know why you're back. Like, just give me the match. Let your music hit, come down to the ring and give me that. What was it? Three V three match. Like, give give me that. Like, that's all I need. I didn't need an explanation. He didn't tell me anything. That was great. His best line, the Bucks put in their bio and laughed it off. And it didn't even feel organic. It feels like when someone's making you be friends when you're a kid. Where it's like, you guys fight, but you know you guys got to both go back to like school the next day or something. And they like sit you guys next to each other. And you have to act like it's all cool. Like, that's what it feels like. They're, it feels like people, the Bucks, and then Punk and everything. like the show, all the backstage hoopla, it feels like they're trying too hard to be like, it's okay. Everything's fine. No, it's not. You you have, in case in point, you have a full show for CM Punk. Like, no, no, he's just going to build that show. And then he shows up on Dynamite the week that none of the lead on Dynamite. But it's fine. They haven't missed a Dynamite in months. What? Like, I, no, it's not fine. It looks like these people can't be in the same building. It's not all sunshine and be. rainbow. They they will be yeah, obviously gonna, on Sunday. They're gonna be Sunday. But I can't wait for reports for like the locker, like how far yeah. away the locker rooms are. Does, does Punk have to open and bounce, and then the Very elite possible. can like come? Like it it's Very it's possible. so weird. It it didn't feel organic, and that's CM Punk to me. It, it didn't feel natural. It feel it feels like why well, I left. I got to explain why I'm back. What? That's not, it's not scripted, but it did nothing for me. Like it didn't make CM Punk sympathetic. If he wanted to come out, I thought he was going to go full heel, say fuck it and give us heel punk. Like you said, someone pointed out that he came back when, when he turned heel in WWE, like full heel in like 2013, he shaved his head like it is now. He had the beard like it is now. And he took the mic flag off the same exact way. So he takes the Mac, WWE mic flag off. He took the AEW one off. He's like, here it is. No. He didn't turn heel. 
I didn't understand it at all. I, honestly, you have to address the crowd. You're in the United Center in Chicago and CM Punk. They, you have to talk. And you have to kind of address that the ESPN interview came out and, you know. Which wasn't as bad as people made it sound. Which was, yeah, it was kind of gross that people made it sound as bad as it was. It was just Punk telling a story. Punk, people pay to watch Punk talk. So I get why he talked. Um, but I'm in the same boat as Cole. I was just like, well, this is kind of like John Jones and Francis Ngannou at PFL. Like, you know y'all ain't going to fight, right? So why are we doing this? Yep. Other than that, I was like, the, the promo's fine. I didn't find it offensive, but it was like, I got why they did it. I know why you can't, you can't turn punk heel in Chicago. It's like impossible. Like, you have to do some really dastardly shit to even get them to go, boo. Like, that's <laughs> not, they're not going to go for it. But yeah. I still think the, the, the turn needs to happen at some point. Um, and I felt like it was going to happen before he got hurt. I felt like they were on, they could have figured that out, but it's fine. Like punk is back. Uh, you know, some people love him and people hate him. I think that's, that's, that's wrestlers and fans. Now, some people like, I don't think, you know, like Eric Bischoff, I wouldn't have brought him back. It's a, it was a weird, Bischoff's weird right now. The Eric Bischoff, Ariel Hawani interview is very weird. (laughs) It felt almost agenda ish a little bit. Right, because it's like you're just hasn't Arrow been accused of having an yes. agenda against him? But then you have Eric Bischoff who's like completely shitting on it and say I wouldn't bring back Punk. Yeah. But the weird thing is, well, why wouldn't you bring back Punk? Why? Why is it Punk? Why wouldn't it be Hangman Page? Like nobody's blaming Hangman for anything. No, and it's kind of weird. You got off scot free. Yeah, there. like he's gotten off completely clean. And I'm not saying anybody. I'm not picking any sides. But when I saw like Bischoff say, "Why would you bring back Punk?" Because Punk pops a rating. Like punk, punk is a big signing, and whether you feel like Punk started that shit with Page or not, they're they're both at fault. Neither of them like like when Punk talks about that chop in the mouth, and then you see the video of it, it's like God damn, it looks like he targeted him in the mouth. Yeah, it looked the like shit he, out of yeah, him. it looked like he slipped. No, or Punk having to, I mean Page having to defend AEW from Punk, and Punk saying I didn't know that shit was coming. Yep, it's like we're both baby faces. You're shitting all over me right now. I I get it. I just never when people were like, I ain't watching AEW like fuck CM Punk. And then he pops 800,000 rating. No, people want to see CM Punk. He's polarizing for one reason or another. So the promo, I was like, I get why he did it. But unless the elite can coexist with CM Punk in, in sooner or later, I don't know where we're going with this. This is not healthy for that locker room if there is a true divide. But I, I wanted to bring that up that we we're talking about the fucking Kojima match because the punk <laughs> promo is more important. Let's move on. Yeah. Do real quick, does CM Punk become a normal member of this roster? Do we see him on Dynamite? Do we see him feuding with multiple people? Or do you think they have to kid gloves him the rest of this tenure? I don't think it's kid gloving him. I think you have to kid your kid gloving the elite too. Because People but if you're sides. handicapping like who he can wrestle against, who he can main event against, what show he can, he showed up to Dynamite. I was like, I'm not even supposed to be here. Like, yeah, he's 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 soft playing it. Like yeah. he's trying to stick to the thing. But I, I it's it's weird because I don't. A lot of people see CM Punk as the problem because everything was fine until he got there. But Cody left. Yeah, that wasn't because of CM Punk. No, shit was a little weird before. Right? Yeah, right. so it's like when people start blaming Punk for ev- everything, I don't think that's the case. It'll be interesting to see who Punk ends up working with. And that's why the Ricky Starks thing sticks out to me. Because the Ricky Starks thing was also something that Cody was very invested in. Yes. Ricky Starks has been backstage WWE several times. CM supporting Punk. Cody. Yeah. Like CM Punk has, has been openly, he's talked about 
working in Powerhouse Hobbs. Yep. Remember, you gave him that rub. So it feels like there's this, and I've said this before, Collision could be like the SmackDown 6. Like yeah, it could like be you're a, a Paul Heyman guy. Yeah, like you're either a Paul Heyman guy or you're not. And whether Punk is doing it on purpose, it's just the way that it's shaking out. And I feel like Punk and Danielson get along. And I feel like Punk, maybe, him, I don't know how Punk and Mox, I don't know if they get along. They feel like they have two clashing personalities, <laughs> but I could be wrong. Yeah. But I don't think you're handling Punk with kick gloves. I think you're handling both of them to keep them away from each other. Because I don't know who, I don't know who's to blame for all this shit. But I, I'm very interested to see who Punk works on Collision, who he feuds with, and where it goes. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Someone suggested that the bag Punk brought out during the promo, where he still has his own belt in it, should just be treated, and they should turn it into a belt for a collision. And you have two champions, like WWE has two champions, and Punk just runs with this narrative that he was never beaten, he is the champion, and you have him defend it as though he's the champion of collision, and MJF be the champion of Dynamite. You could do that. I'm, I wouldn't be... It elevate another title because that TBS title ain't it? Yeah, the for team, that show. Yeah, I, I could, I could or see TNT that. Title. I, I think you can't. You got to take your time with this one because you got to see how Collision shakes out. Because you know, Rampage is not what Rampage was supposed to be, yeah. and you don't want a Collision to follow that same fate. And then you have a title tied to that show, <laughs> and then nobody cares about it. Yeah. And if it's not CM Punk, like whoever Punk puts over has to be a made man at that point. Um, but I, I'm fine with it. Like. I just thought it was so much controversy around Punk. And yes, he did tear his tricep, which exasperated everything. Yeah. It's like he could have been back sooner, but he wasn't. And then the silence behind it, the investigation. And I see so many people coming down on, on hard on Punk. And I'm like, man, it takes two to tango. And all the reports have always said that the Bucks came to Punk store. Yeah. Right? The Bucks and Hangman came to Punk. Punk didn't go looking for them. It was Ace Steel that bit somebody. I don't think <laughs> Punk gave that order. <laughs> I don't know. Is Ace Steel back? No, I don't think so. You oh, I thought he was doing backstage shit again. No, nah, you, you gotta get him up. I saw that on You gotta a get report. a tetanus shot before you fucking work with A Steel. Now. I don't know, man. If Punk wants Steel, he Steel comes back. By the way, listen, if my dog bite, yo, my dude bit him, so what? We gotta forgive that too. Because now he's now he'll do whatever. Now he's down. You gotta give him his job back. Tony would have caved. I don't know. I gotta see. I saw reports. I thought he was back. Um, next up, and try to go a little faster through these matches then. Blackpool Combat Club versus the Elite, Eddie Kingston, and Ishii. We mentioned it earlier. I mean, 
Blackpool Combat Club is just on a roll. I don't know why they would lose. Yeah, I don't think that, I think Blackpool wins. I think there's going to be Kingston each year eventually going to tee off on the Bucks at some point. Maybe we have a new feud. Maybe we have a Hangman Kingston feud because Kingston being back on my television is all I've asked for. Yeah, and he's about to go work G one too. And it was funny. He was like, "I ate a lot of ice cream and got my surgery. Yeah. Nice little gut and shit." But I love Eddie Kingston. I just don't see them coexisting to win. It doesn't make sense. What will be interesting is the moment that Kingston and Moxley are in that ring. Yes. Because that, dude, I don't know how you watch this show and you look at Kingston and it's like, how is this guy not a fucking star? When he came back, the crowd popped. Him and Moxley staring at each other down, pop. This match, he's going to do some dumb shit. Kingston's going to do something wild. He's going to bleed. Him and Moxley are going to bleed together. Yep. Maybe they have a few. Maybe they don't. I don't know. But I think Blackpool wins. That's my prediction real quick. I just want to see Moxley turn on Kingston. And Danielson has really leaned into super heel stuff. Everyone in that group has. Yeah. Moxley's Wheeler, still a tweener. Wheeler's a douchebag. Yeah. Moxley's a tweener still. And Moxley really is just still acting like Moxley. Yeah. He beats the shit out of Eddie Kingston and turns on him. The way the crowd pops for Kingston. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now you we're see. another level of heel work. Cole. Um, and <clears throat> don't forget uh, Umino also in this matchup. Oh, yeah. The Shooter. Um, I am going to pick the elite, but it is going to be via Eddie Kingston pinning Claudio. I think Kingston's going to get some uh, measure of revenge there, and that's going to piss John off. And maybe that gives us our feud to Eddie and John going at it. Um, but I agree with you guys. I think, yeah, Eddie and Ishii are going to just they're they are team number three in this. They are just going to be the wild card. They're just going to start beating the shit out of everybody at some point. But I, I do think. It. By one way, shape, or form, uh, Eddie is going to pin Claudio and get the win. And ever, over under four people bleeding in this match. Oh, over. Everybody's bleeding. Everyone. Okay. Everyone. <laughs> the entire, Everybody's the entire, there, there's, 10, there's 10 people, 11, the referee. Everyone gets color. Uh, Les Suzuki Gods versus Sting Darby Allen and to be announced. No, Sting Darby Allen going hey. over. Hey, who's, who's, uh, who's the mystery? Uh, tag partner, guys. But we still don't know. But if we had to guess, who are you taking? Yo, I don't. They said I'm that going Jericho has history with people in New Japan. Are you doing it? Is that a hint? Oh, in New Japan. Okay, okay. No, I thought you were going a different no. direction. Who do you? Who do you oh, got? Cole? I, I want to know what you thought. You Naito. know who I thought? Naito. Yeah, I thought Naito. Naito's, yeah, it and feels he needs like a spot. Yeah, Naito's it feels the guy. Like, yeah, it feels like it has to be Naito. Okay. You're not buying into the internet smart. We haven't seen Naito in in any of these forbidden doors, so yeah, you you're know. not you're not doing the the internet smart move. Good job by you. What's uh, the internet yeah. smart what, move? What, what, They're saying Bill Goldberg. Nah, you don't be no oh, fucking God. Goldbergs. Please stop. People want Goldberg. No, we don't. Oh, I don't. I don't want Jesus. Goldberg. Goldberg wants to be in AEW. It appears, and he wants to retire. Look, the only match. The, the only old dude getting the rub in this match is Sting. Okay, we Too love many Sting. Old people. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I think Naito is a good a good pick. I'll just swagger Jack Coles because that Actually, music the real game, question he's is just a great guy. The real question in this match is: What is Sting going to jump off of? Yo, some something is something Sting crazy. still still doing crazy Sting? Yeah, I, I love old opens. man crazy Sting. I hope yeah. this opens. Yeah, this this the match entrances the to be announced. Every like he's diving off the stage at some point. Yeah. Sting's just he just jumps off of shit. Uh this all if this all leads to and I saw some people some people didn't like it. Some people loved it. I would love to see Sting and Jericho just have a match. Yeah, I, it's just an oh, icon versus icon. I guess but I, don't I don't know why. I don't know. Give me that match. 
It doesn't should have happened in WCW, but WCW didn't know what they had in Chris Jericho. No, but you have Jericho's not great at putting over other people right now. Sting is a legend. These two have never wrestled. Let them go and let Sting win because it doesn't matter. And then let, when whoever be Sting can be a made man, but it won't be Jericho. Jericho versus Sting and at Wembley. All right, cool. Yeah, or do it at all in. I don't I, care. If there's someone who is who who is absolutely immortal to Jericho Jail, it's Sting. Yeah, <laughs> like Sting can't be less over in like any no, circumstance no. at this point. It's 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 Sting. Yeah, and I'm here to build feuds past this. Right, yes. we we're just talking about like what do you do yeah. after? Like build something for after. MJF Tanahashi. Oh, we know MJF is winning. Yeah, uh, it's just a matter of how, what dastardly way does he do it, and what how good of a match can he have against the Ace? Like, I think he have a good match. Me too. He's been having really good matches. He has stepped it up. He's a better in ring worker. This is someone you can work. And someone who can not is not going to get hurt by losing to you. No. So yeah, give me MJF. But I just want a, a nice fifteen minute banger of a match. Yeah, I think we'll get we'll, we'll have some hope spots for Tana in here. Yeah, he's going to hit the high fly flow. He's going to get that near fall that pops everybody, yep. or MJF's going to try to pull the ring out or some crazy <laughs> shit. But yeah, MJF is going to win. But I think this could be re- very fun. I do think half of this match is going to just be MJF straight up refusing to fight Tanahashi, just like. Just doing the whole roll out the ring, run away, walk away, do that stuff. Just he's gonna pull out all all the breaks and be like, I didn't agree to this. Yep. Tony, why'd you stick me in this matchup? Like, this is bullshit. Like, I uh yeah, I see I see half this match just being MJF running away, and then Tana will get that near fall, and then MJF will eventually get the win. Next up, Sonata versus Jungle Boy. This match might be sneaky good. I don't know why this match is happening. This is one of those where I don't think for Sonata being champion, understand like someone has to lose. Jungle Boy really doesn't get hurt too much by a loss, but I don't think his momentum is that where he even challenges Sonata for me to stretch belief that he may win this. Like, I, I don't know. I don't think he has any momentum coming into this. I don't think he has any true direction. I don't know where this puts him after it. I, it does nothing for me. I thought other people on this roster gives a better match and is probably more deserving and gets a bigger bump from this. Like, for Sonata, there's no reason why you can't give me Swerve versus Sonata. There's no reason why you can't give me Keith Lee versus Sonata. If you're just going for a match, if you can't give me a returning Andrade who just had a great match in his return. You can't give me Andrade versus Sonata. Like, there's there's so many other people, I think, better suited right now than Jungle Boy for this. Just because he's a pillar, he's in it, I don't, I don't get it. I, I'm not mad at this match. And the 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 if it progresses... Whatever is going like, because Sonata's part of five guys. Five guys is kind of like a babyface faction. Sonata's better heel, and he can work heel in this match against a pure babyface and Jungle Boy. But then there's this X factor of Hook, who's around in this match. I don't know exactly what's going on with Jungle Hook, but I feel like what a horrible name. I feel like one of them has to turn at some point. So I think this is more like a narrative driven match, like the like. Yeah, I don't want to see Keith Lee in this match because I want to see Keith Lee lose, right? Like, you know who's ever... I just want to see a banger. Light the fire. Jungle Boy could work. It's not like Jungle Boy can't wrestle. His promos suck. Yeah, no, he can wrestle, but it's like... He he doesn't even look like he should be in there with Sonata. Again, there's levels of of experience 
sometimes where it's just like, yeah, you're not even on his level yet. Like you're a pillar and you can get there, but like, why are you challenging him now? You're not on his level. A guy like Keith Lee, like you've put in some bones in this, like you're yeah, on you someone's don't want him level. To, you don't want him Swerve to lose. loses every damn day. He's going to lose on Saturday. Put him in there. Uh, yeah, I, no, I agree to that effect. I'm just, I understand why they did this match and I think it could be a sneaky good match. And I hope it progresses some narrative one way or another. If it's starting to push Sonata more heel, if something happens with Jungle Boy and Hook, I, there's got to be a character element in this match. But I think this can be a really good match. But Sonata's going to win. Like, duh. Yeah. Cole. Cole is right. Yeah, there's I not think, too many titles that can change no. hands on this card. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, and, and yeah, we spoke about this last week, Kel. I think, yeah. yeah, I think there's definitely other competitors that you can think of to heat check. They've chosen to heat check Jungle Boy here. I do, I, I do like Dre's idea. I think Hook being there in the corner is done on purpose, and maybe this is maybe this is the guy who's actually going to get the most push out of all of this at, at okay. the end of the day, right? Because uh, you know, Sonata hook? doesn't Sonata uh, Sonata winning it, it like that. Does, you know, him yeah. winning does, it just elevates him more. You know, Jungle Boy can lose a close match. And then Hook beats the shit out of them. And maybe they work each other for a little bit. But we need something for Hook. We've been talking about I don't it. Don't mind that. This, dude, this dude's got it. And maybe this is actually secretly just a push for Hook. So send Hook. I'm not mad at that. Again, building stuff after it. If that's the way they go, fine. I hope so. If it's just a straight match and they leave, I don't get yeah. it. Uh, Danielson versus Okada. Look, man, we know Danielson's not winning this match. No, but he doesn't have to. He don't want to. I don't even care. He doesn't care. care if no one wins this like, motherfucker. They're probably both sitting there going, no, you lose. You win. No, 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 you win. We just, just know. to figure out the time. Yeah, we just know that these two are just going to go nuts. We know we're going to get the dropkick spot. We know we're going to get the Rainmaker pose. We know that Danielson is going to get some yes chance somewhere in this yeah. match. We know he's going to hit the psycho knee. We know, like, we know. The stomps. We're going to get the, the, the cattle mutilation. Like, we're going to get everything from these two. This is why Danielson left WWE. To have these kind of matches. That's, he's on the dream match tour. Yeah. But he's still in great shape. And he's going to give us a banger. But I, I don't think Danielson wants to win. I think Okada will go over. because He's the rainmaker. If Danielson won though. Even though he doesn't want to. I, I don't know where you, what you do with him. But if he wins and talks shit. And becomes like an even bigger heel after beating the rainmaker. I mean I wish it could happen. I would love to see Danielson in G1. I just. His body can't hold up for that shit. I. You're on the right track with my prediction. Danielson wins this. And it's only because I don't see Okada going back into the title picture for Wrestle Kingdom this year. Right. Um, I don't think he wins G1. And then you're like, okay, so Okada's always prominently positioned at Wrestle Kingdom. That's interesting. G1 has its fields already. That's a very grueling on Danielson. But Danielson wins here. Be one hell of a hell of a rematch at Wrestle Kingdom. Danielson going to Japan, like he's openly said he wants to do for the first time in God knows when, going yeah. back, and it's him Okada two at Wrestle Kingdom. And you plan to see seven months in advance, eight months in advance. I think Danielson wins, and then Okada runs it back at Wrestle Kingdom, where they really have a ton of time. Like they they'll get an hour there if they want it, and put on it. Even better banger. So I think Danielson wins and we see the rematch at WrestleCade. God damn it, Kel. God damn it. 
That's what I was going to say. That's that's exactly (laughs) what I was going to say. But I think at least to protect Okada here a little bit, I mean, these guys are going to go absolutely nuts. And and if we remember to last year's Forbidden Door, we did not get the full Okada experience. No, no. Part part of it because it was a fatal four-way, and then the other part being that, unfortunately, Adam Cole got hurt mid-match. If I remember correctly, I don't think Okada threw a Rainmaker in that match. No, I, I think remember. he just got the pin. He threw the Rainmaker at Wheeler, which yeah. is great. Um, But I think these guys are just going to beat the absolute shit out of each other. And I think maybe Danielson gets some kind of get gets like a pinfall with maybe like rope assistance or something like that you know we're like a, like sneak the foot up on the ropes or something <laughs> like that or he gets him in a submission something like really sneaky heel where he it's it's not like a complete like oh he won he won dirty but just like just the slightest bit to get it just a slight edge over okada to give okada a reason to be like you didn't beat me fair and square this is bs i need to get my swag back why don't you come to japan Wrestle Kingdom, let's do it. Yeah. So I'm picking Danielson to win this matchup. Long term booking. Yeah, I like it. Pretty crazy that, like, o- Osprey Omega 2 is on this card. But, like, spoiled. Man, these two matches are going to duke it out. Oh, yeah. It's going to be I crazy. don't know. I, you can't run them back to back. You like, can. Be dead. You can finish you with these two. That's, that's, um, I mean, that's New oh Japan booking. God. Yep. Omega, Ooh. Osprey 2. Sweet Jesus. Um, Osprey's got to get his win back. Meltzer don't got enough stars in a bag. Like, no. <laughs> yes, he does. It's not at the Tokyo Dome. Oh, that's he, all he, he keeps two in the pocket. Uh, you know, is it the Tokyo Dome? <laughs> no, we're going to put these two away. Yeah. Oh, uh, t- Toronto. Eh. Yeah. Osprey has like to win. They believe. <laughs> yeah. I- Osprey has to win, like you said. And the third one has to be in London for all out. All in. Yeah. Whatever yeah. it is. All Wembley. in. Oh, All in. Yeah, no, it has they, to be at Wembley, headlining Wembley, the rubber match between these two. So, yep. Yeah. I Easy. mean, if this reaches anything, because it's still with my match of the year. Like, oh, yeah. I've, I've been thinking about it. I was like, yo, I still, like, I watched, watched it again. I was like, oh, my God, they killed me. We watched it three times at Charles. Yeah. Like, like the same day. Same day. These two are going to put on an absolute show. They won't have as much time here, though. They might. So, this got it. No, no. The card is so. So long, it's twelve matches. They're you not gonna have Tony's never had a long car before. <laughs> like we could be here all night, but all night. <laughs> yeah, I'm. It's got Osprey's got to win. I, I just wonder if there's any Don Callis interference or anything that mucks it up because Osprey's still playing heel. Yeah, because Kenny Omega is the home team in this match. I wonder if that's going to be involved. I kind of don't want it to because I want Osprey to win clean, so we have two clean wins. I just want these two to kill each other. Uh, but yeah, Osprey. Cole. You know, I've been thinking a lot. Because, um, uh, you know, the, we've seen the lineage of the feud. You know, this is now rung number three, right? Because I guess rung number one and two would be Okada and Omega. And now Omega is kind of passing that down to Osprey. And now the feud is with Osprey. So, you know what? Let's follow the same script. I'm going. With a draw. Oh. Mm. No one's going to win this. We're going to, so there's going to be a near fall. Pretty, like, the second one between Okada and Omega ended with, I believe it was Omega finally hit the one wing angel and couldn't get the pin in time. Time ran. I don't think it's going to be, 
I, I don't I don't know if that's going to be the finish because obviously he's hit the one wing angel on him and pinned him. But maybe Osprey gets gets him like dead to rights and the time limit expires. Let's just you know what for the for the for the for the United States and Canada audience that maybe didn't see all of the New Japan saga between uh, Omega and and Okada. Why why not? Let's, run it back. Let's, let's, run let's, run the, let's run the book back. Give me, give me a time limit draw that sets up the match. I think we all agree. Sets up the match that is the main event of All In. Yeah. And that is where ultimately, I think, Will Ospreay wins the title. As oh, so then we need the, the fourth one at Wrestle Kingdom again. Four in a year? It's going four matches. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. that'd be great. Sure. Sure. Why not? Why not? Where it all began. You know what, if, if literally, it. literally fight forever. Yeah. Literally <laughs> fight forever. Oh, that's some new japan type shit that is that is uh, you know yeah. what cole you got me again you're on the, the roll today the only the home my only pushback on the draw is not because it's not a good idea it's because they just did it with cole and mjf that's my only thing is like to, to sure. do it again and be kind of close but and it, but I, I really like that i really like a time limit draw and finishing it at wembley in front of everybody and I think this sets up well for the card, especially if they do want to run these matches back to back, because it sounds like the main event might be Danielson Okada. Nah, so I, I think it's going to be. I feel like it could be. I mean, they they ended the dynamite with it. I want to say maybe there was some verbiage that suggested it was the main event. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I might be wrong. Uh, but venturing to guess under the circumstance that it is the main event, I feel like a time limit draw leaves the crowd wanting a little bit more and that will keep the juice going into Okada and Danielson. So, um, whereas you might run the risk of like, okay, this match versus this match, maybe like kind of pair them together as like a co-main event kind of thing. And one kind of goes into the next, um, just as, as far as like spitballing goes, but maybe, maybe, maybe that maybe I'm wrong on that prediction, but we'll see. see. Time limit draw could be really cool. Depending on, Again, the way you, depending on the way you execute a time limit draw, and if you get it right to the end, I mean, they did it pretty well on Dynamite here. Obviously, Okada uh, Omega 2, which is my favorite match in that series, uh, that ending just gets me every time. That's just like, oh my God, that's I mean, the best it draw. Might I've be ever. one of my it's favorite best matches draw I've ever seen. Ever, if not yeah, my favorite. Yeah, it matches so stupidly good. It's, it is a masterclass in pro wrestling. And that's why I see people that like, talk about Kenny, you know, like, y'all. He said he always arguably like the greatest match of all. Yeah. Like, Several like three out of like five. Yeah. Several. Yeah. Like he's, yeah. <laughs> he, might, he might have like three out of five. He got like three watch, of the top. Watching ten. Omega Okada one, just again, just like for the first time in years. And you're just like, yeah, no, this is the match that like changed the way we look like at what a like bona fide, like incredible five star, six star, whatever, however many stars Dave wants to throw out there. Um, like what a like high caliber match really looks like. I mean, it changed it changed the game. That that was the first match was that the G one final? First one I'll go through the whole first, saga here. Let's was the first see. one oh, I thought it was um Wrestle Kingdom eleven? Because they did, I thought they did G one final, then Dominion, and then Wrestle Kingdom. I can't remember. Or no, yeah. no it was Wrestle Kingdom, Dominion, and then the G one final. I think was was the one where Omega finally won. Yo, they've had sixty six matches, so you got to like bear with me. <laughs> that this is like pretty wild. Right? The reason why I'm asking is because if I remember correctly, Kenny Omega goes on this insane run through the G one, 
and he closes in the final against Naito. And I'll never forget the match starts with like Kenny like diving into the crowd, and it was like this nut spot that Kenny had all the momentum going against Okada because Okada was like indestructible at that time, and Okada, you know, obviously winning G1s, he don't care. He's a champ. Uh, or was he a champ? I can't remember. No. So first one. Was Dominion, it appears, okay, 4 1 2017. And then the G1. And then we get 11 6 2017. Then, no, excuse me. So this is, I'm reading it backwards. So Wrestle Kingdom, because they put month second. So 1 4 2017. Wrestle Kingdom is the first one. Okay. 2017. And then we have Dominion 6 11. 2017. Then G1 is the third. Okay. 8 12 2017. And then the final was 6 9 2018 at Dominion. At Dominion. It just, yeah, those Dominion matches are absolutely insane. Yeah. Both Dominion matches. I mean, they're all insane. I just remember Kenny's run through that G1 and I was like, yo, he's a made man. Like he, his match with Naito was stupid. Stupid. Like go back and watch it. I hope. G1 has four blocks now. I'm sure we'll talk about it as we get closer to G1. It's not, it needs to find what it once was. Yeah. It was It was my favorite time of the year. It was like a fucking holiday. It was like Kwanzaa for pro wrestling because it was like mad days long and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I lit a con- candle every day for a match. And shit. <laughs> I was like, yo, what are we doing tonight? Light a candle. Oh my God. It was the Kwanzaa of holidays for pro wrestling. For this me. one's for you, Tata. Yep. This one's for you, Naito. <laughs> They need to get back. If they can get back to that where I felt like every match mattered, or even if like the last two matches and you just watch the blocks, they'll they'll be on fire. But all I have to say, Osprey and Omega is like the new, like that's that's this has got to be the one. Like these, if they find a way to improve on what they did at Wrestle Kingdom, they're just gonna tear the house down. That's why I think it's got to be the main event because I know that Daniels is gonna be like, I don't want to go after that fucking match. No, like let's let's and warm I them know. up. Let's warm them up. Let's like they're gonna kill it. You oh. know, if if and if and if a American and Canadian audience has has not seen New Japan Omega, now granted Omega is still a little older, but this is as close to like that like that audience seeing on this soil that we're gonna see New Japan Omega. Yeah. So yeah. just enjoy just it. prepare yourself. Because if you think Omega's good now, which he is still one of the best wrestlers in the world, just wait. Because especially like if you want any preparation for it, then go watch Osprey Omega One. If you haven't, um, because if you haven't, you've missed you've missed the match of the year. And that is, there's been a lot of really good wrestling this year. MJF Danielson was also yeah. incredible at Revolution, yeah. but nothing like that. Omega Osprey One at Wrestle Kingdom is unbelievable. Is just it's just Omega just keeps adding to the greatest hits collection like it's nobody's business. So yeah, I think I think we're in for another doozy. Can't wait. We get to watch that this weekend. We'll have to talk WWE next week because yeah. we've been in here for so damn long that it was all AEW. But next week, believe we'll talk about Money in the Bank. We'll give our full predictions and everything for that. Talk about the Bloodline saga that only keeps getting better and better and better. And then we'll recap whatever happens at Forbidden Door. We'll have a Dynamite to talk about as well. So plenty of stuff going on next week in pro wrestling. Make sure you guys check out our boxing and MMA shows from earlier in the week as well. It has been great. We appreciate you all. I'm going to put on this blazer again, put on the jewelry, get fly to leave the studio. The hot takes will 
calm down because the better I'm dressed, obviously, the the less spicy the hot take. So do not get used to this. I'll be in here next week again with my slides, my sweatpants, and a regular T-shirt. We're going to get back to work. So this is a one-time thing. Cole, I appreciate the look that you're giving me. He likes when I'm dressed up, but it is a one-time thing. Next time I dress up will be uh, whatever Dre makes me go to that's very fancy. You, you know you know what they say, Kel. Everybody's got a price. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, Cole is not wrong. We appreciate you all. Follow us all on social media. Shout out to everyone here at Blue Wire Studios, Wind Resort in Las Vegas. Enjoy wrestling this weekend. We'll talk to you all next week. Till next time, we're out. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.